I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from James 4, 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Right. I, you know, so it's been so four or five years ago when when my, my, my dogs were getting older and either retiring or, you know, dying off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, from then till now, I haven't found... I haven't found what I've been looking for. Right. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure they're out there, and I haven't tried them all, but I have tried a lot, a lot of different dogs. And, and I know there's probably somebody that 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 is going to listen to this and say, oh, you know he didn't buy no street dog, you know. Because, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that, there ain't no secret that they ain't, I, you know, they ain't my cup of tea. That's right. Uh, but you know what? I mean, that's about like you in the yellow. You remember, you used to, I remember when you had that one, I believe that may have been the only yellow dog ever out of Crockett, huh? Well, it was, it was, it, it was, it, it was the first one he had yeah. ever had. And man, that someone had foot. some ears, boy, good night. <laughs> you remember that, look at that, y'all had a picture of that song on propped up on a chair, looking out the window or something, and you could see the sun through them ears. Dude, that song on that was cool as anything. But I remember how you used to people used to pick and play on on there about you having uh you know the yellow dog and stuff. It, it was I you know I, I and I know that color color don't make a dog and papers don't make a dog. But you know I mean I like what I like, and I I've got some close friends that have dogs that are that are yellow in color and we have had a ton of fun killed a ton of game they're as nice a dog as there are i just don't want to own one you know i mean so the the yellow pup that you're talking about that you can see that you can mm-hmm. see the sun that's the pup kyle baker has right that's that's he calls sickum sam all right so there were two of those dogs but folks really only remember sam because the first time I made that cross on on my Cane Creek Crockett and my Cane Creek Big Sioux dog, uh, we had one pup, and it was on like day seventy-two. Dang, she I didn't, was ten years, ten days over. She was, and and she was ten years old. And she had a yellow pup then. One, the I, I went down there to feed one day, and she <laughs> wouldn't come out of the doghouse, and I thought, man, I hope she ain't, you know, I hope she ain't sick, because yeah. I just, I, I'll be honest with you, I thought. She either had a false pregnancy because of her age or whatever. She was as healthy as a horse. As a matter of fact, uh, while she was pregnant uh, with with what I thought was a whole litter of pups, I took her to uh, up to Ripley, Tennessee, and put her in the hunt. They 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 thought they wasn't going to have enough. They, it was raining night. They they thought they might not have enough dogs. Mm-hmm. So I went up there, and and uh, I ended up entering the hunt at ten years old. And it poured rain like pouring piss out of a boot, all right? <laughs> I mean, pouring down rain. And and so everybody, <laughs> we drew out, and then everybody said, it's raining so hard, I'm not going. I said, well, I, I didn't drove this way and paid my money. I'm hunting. Well, 
Bart Williams. Yeah. Uh, Bart Williams was the only one that wanted to hunt. He said, well, if you're going to hunt, I'm not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to let Jeremy Garner be the only one that want to go coon hunt, uh-huh. you know? So Bart went with me and we hunted her and, uh, and Bart's male dog. And, uh, she treated two coons that night to pouring down rain with pregnant with pups. Mm-hmm. At, she was, I mean, she was a coon dog. Uh, but anyway, I went down there to feed that one day and it was day 72 and everybody told me that I just had my days wrong and you know, whatever. I went down there to feed. She wouldn't come out of a barrel. I used barrels. So, uh, I just, I didn't even look. I just reached in and grabbed her by the collar and pulled her out to look at her. Well, when I pulled her out, I, I thought I seen something out of the corner of my eye in the boat. So I pulled her out of the way and I looked in the barrel and there's this dang yellow pup laying there. It looked like he's big as a jackrabbit. He's so big. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you. The first thing that came to my mind was, I wonder how long he's been in that barrel. Right. So I pulled my pocket knife out, and I reached in and grabbed a pup, and I laid him on the concrete, and I just struck my knife across the concrete and whacked his tail off mm-hmm. and put him back in the barrel, and she went back in there, and I said, I can't believe it. And she raised that pup, and I gave the pup to a friend of mine, and uh, he ended up having to get rid of his dogs uh, because the dog barked nonstop. He was a barking, big, loud, barking son of a gun. He ended up selling to another guy so before the tornado hit us i had done some swapping and trading and got that dog back right he was probably four or five years old something like that maybe even six somewhere in there i got him back he was the one dog that i gave away he was the one dog to survive the tornado probably day uh, some neighbors some neighbors up the road found him and held him for me until i could find a place for him to go and uh, I gave him to a young boy named Luke Mitchell, who who back Luke was in co- he was a college you know he was probably second year in college when I gave him the dog, when he was probably fourteen years old he killed his first coon ever to chrome uh, down on some government land. Uh, first time he'd ever been coon hunting, first coon he'd ever shot he shot to chrome, so he was one that I called. I said, man, would you like to have a dog? I mean, he is a finished dog ready to hunt. So all you got to do is take him to the woods and kill squirrel, coon, pigs, whatever. Uh, and, and, and he hunted the dog as much as a kid could hunt, you know, right. loved him. And he still owns him now. I think he's, I think he's eight or nine years old, but, mm. uh, still training coons, still training squirrels. Did Never you, been bred. How'd you come about those two dogs? Oh, uh, uh, Crockett and Sue, where'd they? So, <clears throat> so Crockett, when, when Chrome was getting. That's the one that well, went. They threw that locate that you you sent me. I had that video. You'd sent it. You texted it to me a few years back, and I traded phones, and I ended up losing it. But you had sent it to me one time in a text message, and it, man, that song on sounded so good. He he had he had a dive. What I call it for a cur dog, he mm-hmm. had a dive all locate. All right. I mean, he was he was a ball mouth track dog, and and would would. Just roll in there, give a big old dime ball locate, roll over to a chop, and, and and as he's chopping on there, he wasn't a super hard tree dog, but as he would chop, he would stop and 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 throw another ball in there that he'd chop, throw a ball in there and chop. I loved him. I loved the dog. Is is, I mean, I just I loved him. But so to to, to go back a little bit, um, Terry and I were talking one night about breeding his um nikki dog mm-hmm. all right she was a coon dog deluxe I'm, I'm just telling you she was a coon dog i hunted her so much i i, I put 
put her in a bunch of hunts for Terry, and I, and I pleasure hunted her a bunch. Me and Terry hunted her a bunch. Well, one night we were out hunting. We were sitting in a truck waiting on dogs to tree, and, and, and he says, he says, I think I'm going to breed Nikki to uh, a dog um, named Nicholson's Tank, which at the time Tim Cope had bought and, and uh, named him uh, River Road Tank. Mm-hmm. He said, would you ride with me? And I said, yeah, I'll ride with you. I mean, heck, I'm up for you. I, you know, I mean, me and Terry was road dogs. I mean, That's if right. he wanted to go, we'd jump in the truck and go. Uh, so when he when he mentioned a tank dog, I said, well, heck, I'm going to look into him myself. So I started looking into the tank dog pretty heavy. And I had already, I but I kind of left, left the dog out. But before I had Chrome and before I had the Luke dog, I, I bought a dog off of Tim Coates' dog off of his Grizz dog and his in in a doggy River Road Jerry and River Road Grizz. Mm-hmm. Um which was really heavy Duff's Bob. Uh, right. and you're getting you're getting way back there in dogs then, which uh, Apache was was heavy Duff's Bob. Right. So uh uh I, I'd already, you know, I, of course I knew knew Tim from from uh, Squirrel Haters. So uh, um Tim you know at the time Tim had bought I don't know when you come along uh, a Tim um, had bought squirrel haters from a fellow we called Big D. Um, mm. But anyway, so I started doing some checking in, looking in on Tank, and then I already knew, you know, Daryl Nicholson, and I knew the Nicholson dogs, and I knew they was winners, and and uh, and, and John Mears and Tommy Mears that had, had you know hunted some of them dogs, and and I knew they were winners, and so uh, I thought, well, heck, I I'll find me something off a of Tank and hunt. See how he is, you know. If if Terry thinks enough of him to breed Nikki to him, right. who is a coon dog, he's got to be something. I see it. So I got to calling around and, and looking, and and uh, I got a phone call one day I didn't recognize, and and answered the phone, and it was Roger Bennett, and he said, um, "I hear you looking for a, a dog off a of tank." He said, "I know where a dog is off of my old spook dog, uh, who Roger's dogs were a mix of." Uh, uh, well, I think a, a great mix of Kimmer and Busher. Old, the old stock Kimmer, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the old, old Kimmer dogs, um, which Ro- Roger Bennett, uh, some of his first dogs came from Chris Boone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, Chris Boone's had the same dogs over 30 years, I think, right. the Kimmer dog, which is what I call the older stock of the Kimmer dogs. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, he told me, he said, I know where, uh, I know where a dog is that, that you could buy. So he gave me his guy's number, and and uh, this is just how you know how things work, and and, and how good folks are in, in the small world. It is um, Jeremy McCreary and Mr. Jimmy owned Crockett. Dang, really? Yeah, they. Uh, that's who I bought him from. So I called Jeremy, and I and I said, you know, uh, Roger said you got this dog out of tank and a spook dog uh, that you want to sell. I said, if you don't mind me asking, why are you selling him? He said, I can't stand it. He said he absolutely opens every breath on a squirrel track. <laughs> you know, they're squirrel hunters. They ain't coon hunters. They're yeah, squirrel hunters. That's right. And he can train a dog. He's he's done well with Absol- a dog. Absolutely. So they had had him on the on the in there, and Mr. Jimmy had had him in his you know his pen behind his house. Right. And uh, so uh, that's why they, that's why Jeremy was selling because he he opened on the ground so much on squirrel, and I said, well. I squirrel hunt some, but I'm a coon hunter, you know, so that, that that's fine with me. 
So he sent me some pictures of him, and he was a scrawny. He wasn't, but like maybe eleven months old, twelve months old, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he. I don't think he was a year old. But anyway, and, and he was just a lanky, tall, lanky. You know, um, you know, he was just in an awkward age. So <clears throat> Jeremy said, "Here, this is what I'll take for him." And I said, "Man, I ain't got, I ain't got that, I ain't got that kind of money." You know, and it, it, I mean, it wasn't like it was a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Then he, you know, um, it was, you know, it was a pretty good bit of money. So I said, I tell you what I got. I said, I, I got a shotgun. Would you trade him for a shotgun? So I sent him some pictures, and it and it was a a gun that I had bought from a friend of mine. It was a it was an automatic Benelli twelve gauge. Mm-hmm. Right. He said, Yeah, I'll trade him for that shotgun. So me and my wife jumped in the truck. And, <laughs> and I drugged her to another dog, you know, to, she's, she's rode with me to go get so many dogs. Uh, me and my wife jumped in a truck and, uh, we go straight to Jeremy's house up in, uh, Kentucky and, and we get up there and I said, I didn't know Jeremy. I said, uh, you mind if we take him to the woods? He said, you can't do that. I said, you can't. <laughs> he said, no, season ain't open. I said, man, I said, I mean, I said, I ain't going to tell nobody. And I said, surely we, I said, surely we ain't going to run into no game warden. And he reached over in his truck and he put his game warden hat on. That's right. <laughs> I said, man, I said, I said, Here, here's your shotgun. I, I you know, I'll, I'll take, take your word. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to hunt him, but, uh, uh, I've been for, I've, I've been friends with Jeremy and, and Mr. Jimmy since they're just such good people. Um, anyway, I come home with Crockett and I squirrel hunted him. Oh man, that was, I don't know. I, it was, it was not quite season yet really. So I squirrel hunted him until December mm. of that year. I, and, and he just took right to it. Now he, they wasn't lying. I mean, he, he, I killed, you know, some squirrels with him, but he was, it, he would open on, on gray squirrels. You know, not not a lot. I mean, you know, not like he he wasn't like running no two three hundred yards opening on track. Mm-hmm. But when when he come to a squirrel, he he would let out a big old just a big old deep ball. You know, ow, oh, and he would go ten twenty thirty yards, let out a big old ball, and then he would big locate, roll over to a chop. You could walk in and shoot your squirrel. <laughs> like I said, when it come to a fox squirrel. It might be a hundred yard track and, and he would get excited. He would start squealing and squalling. And then he would roll in there and let throw that big locate and go to chop on tree. And I loved it. I mean, yeah. it was, it was just the best thing I'd ever heard. You know, <laughs> I mean, Crone was semi open, but she didn't have no bald mouth. She right. was a, she was a chop mouth track dog, you know? Are you in the market for a new dog box and just don't know which one to get? That's where I encourage you to go check out GNR Cedar Dog Boxes, especially if you're wanting something different. GNR Cedar Dog Box was established in 2016 when two avid hunters wanted a dog box that was affordable and great looking at that. They provide a high quality, handmade, lightweight box to the customers. They take pride in the fact that their boxes are fully cedar, which will last a lifetime in all types of weather conditions. Cedar also ensures your hounds stay a little warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. You can find out more about GNR Cedar Dog Boxes on Facebook. Find them at GNR Cedar Dog Boxes or give them a call at 615 
562-962-5266. They're located in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, USA. Uh, and she had that, she had that, she had a three bark locate, very similar to Boondock, but I had never heard a, a cur dog with a mouth like Crockett. Uh, yeah, I mean, me neither. And like I said, that's why I, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's why I liked him so much was because of that mouth. I mean, I love a ball mouth. Man, I wished all my curs had ball mouths. Me too. And you just didn't find that many. And, and I'm going to tell you, <laughs> as many people that like that dog, they was twice as many that hated his guts. So, I don't, I, I, you know, I had always heard, like I said, I never got to hunt with him. You know, but, you know, I'd always, people would just, you know, run him down some, and I'm like, well, dang, you know, someone's putting six and seven coons on the tailgate each time he goes. I mean, what's not to like about a big mouth cur dog? Well, I mean, it, you it, you look back, and, and, and when, when, the, when the Mountain Cur Breeders Association started, they didn't even have squirrel hunts. It was coon hunts only. Right. And, and the breed standards says, and I know I've, I have I have said this till I was blue in the face. I said it so much, I got tired of hearing myself say it, and I just shut up. <laughs> but the breed standard says open open trailing preferred in, in, a, in a mountain curve, in an original mountain curve breeders association. Open trailing preferred, silent acceptable, okay? That's it's bred out of them. It went when I mean, there's still a few dogs that open some, but when dogs like Crockett died, it died with them. Now he's got two sons, only two sons. There ain't many dogs. I'm not a breeder, I'm right. a hunter, so I didn't breed much. Uh, there's just not many of them dogs left. So people's idea squirrel hunting, squirrel hunters came from. I mean, let's just be be honest. Mm -hmm. Squirrel hunters come from feist dogs. Yeah, you know, you're right. A lot of a lot of your big cur hunters today uh, started with feists. You know, I mean, my brother had the old whatever. You know, they no telling what all was in that dog feist cur whatever. Uh, and, and to them, squirrel dogs didn't open on track. They didn't locate. They just rode in there. They used their eyes. They used their ears. Uh, you know, they use their nose and they treat squirrels. Crockett didn't use no eyes. He he used his, his nose. He was a track dog. He he could win the squirrel and he could win the coon, but he wasn't good at it. Right. But if it laid if it laid a trail, he could run it. He was a track driving machine. He, he, he was. I mean, you know, and and early on when I first got him, um, he was just trying to figure things out. And, and, uh, and I, you know, I mean, I was still hunting the crap out of Chrome and, uh, and I, I, I put him in a couple hunts and I shouldn't have put him in the hunts cause he wasn't ready for it. And, and Crockett was such a big dog. He was about in hunting shape. He was about 65 to 72 pounds. Right. Um, he was a big dog and, and he was a big male dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, um, uh, he he was a he was a he would growl, right? right? What what really got people to trash talking Crockett is he he was a growler, right? So if 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 a young male dog came up and postured, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. If they come up and stiff legged him, 
he was going to bow up and he would he would give a, he would lower his head and give them that just low deep you know what i'm saying uh-huh. like let them know get out, get out of my face that's right you know um he wouldn't do that with every dog i actually won a coon hunt with with crockett it was a three male dog cast it was an awesome cast he struck three coons tree three coons another boy's dog matter of fact it's it's a dog that's in a lot of papers you see now. Uh, the dog's name was something Blackjack. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know exactly Man. who you're talking about. Oh. I, I, I want to say maybe maybe the Maximus dog is that a Blackjack. Maybe not. Maybe I'm getting confused. But anyway, it was a, a dog named Blackjack. Um, and, and anyway, it was a three-dog cast. Man, we had a great cast. He treated his own. He struck and treated his own coon. Crockett struck and treated three coons, and not a growl between no dog. Great cast. Come back, won the cast. Um, the next cast I drew was a three dog cast. There was a younger dog on the cast that that reared up on Crockett, you know, and he he, he snarled and growled. <laughs> we sent him on, you know, uh, we sent him on, and and. Crockett had quirks. He was a, he he had some quirks. Okay. Yeah. If, if uh if I don't know he he was sometimes he would leave out and not come back till he treated coon and and if a dog ever irritated him or agitated him or bowed up on him or whatever you want to call it he would want to hang close. Mm. I, I don't know if it's jealous. Or or what it was, or maybe it was just that male dog thing, you know. Right. Um, he was he wasn't a pisser and he wasn't a scratcher. Mm-hmm. He didn't run around and piss on every tree. He didn't scratch. Um, but you know that same young dog come back and and I don't know, man, I can't remember. Maybe he was licking and licked him on the face or whatever, and Crockett growled at him again, and I got on his butt, and I said, look here, you know. Uh, we need to get these dogs, you know, let's walk them or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I think uh, Brad Goodman had just bought the Jagger dog, maybe not not long before that, mm-hmm. and, and uh, put he was uh, he was on that cast. And I think Crockett might have went over there and tried to tree a coon or something, and and one of them dogs might have went over to his tree. I don't really remember, and 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 I heard him growl and. I was going to try to get my hands on him then. I was just going to go to the truck. Yeah. Well, he seen me coming, and he took off, and then they struck a hog, and they run the crap out of it. <laughs> and I finally got him, and I just withdrew him. I said, I'm just going to take him to the truck because he's growling, you know. Um, and, and every now and then, he would growl at a dog. Um, and, and I know people, there there's some guys, and I ain't going to get into it because yeah, it don't I, matter no more. That's right. That's right. But, you know, there's some guys that, that talked about how mean he was, you know. Um, the dog never had a fight in his life until one night. And and I, did, I didn't try to cover it up. It mm. wasn't even on the cat. And I, 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 I don't mind telling you. Uh, anybody that ever asked me, I told them the honest truth about it. Um, the second litter of Big Sue and Crockett, I gave Tim Cope a pup out of it. Mm-hmm. He wanted a pup because Crockett opened so much. Tim, you know, Tim wanted a, a, an open mouth dog, big open mouth dog like Crockett. Tim tried to, matter of fact, at one point, Tim Tim offered me 
to do some swapping. I, I could have got River Road Tank, but I had to give up Crockett. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I just, I, I mean, I loved the dog. He was That's he right. was a coon dog. You know, there, there's not, I mean, there ain't many cur coon dogs. I've hunted with a lot of coon dogs, a lot of cur dogs that have treated a lot of coons, and I don't consider them coon dogs because they would treat a squirrel at night. Right. A dog that treats a squirrel at night consistent, you know, if you take them out and the coons ain't moving and they go to treating squirrels, it is not a coon dog. Nope. My opinion, other folks may think different. That is not a coon dog. A coon dog would get out of your sight until it found a coon. Yep. You know, I don't even care if they come back and I put them in the truck. I didn't want them treating squirrels. Chrome would treat all the coons you wanted but she would also tree all the squirrels you could tree at night. Crockett would not tree a squirrel. When I quit squirrel hunting and started coon hunting, he would not tree a squirrel. He quit treeing them totally, not even during the day. Really? Couldn't take him back. He just him. He loved coons that much. Um, now, he would tree, early on, he would tree a possum. We killed five possums to him in one night. <laughs> but but once I started raining coons down to him, <clears throat> uh, you know, he quit treeing possums. We was killing we was killing six, seven, eight, ten, twelve coons a night too. Good night. Consistently, consistently every night. We, you know, we was hunting. I mean, I was hunting seven, eight, nine nights in a row uh, when the coons was moving. Um, yeah, my my thing is, I don't hunt when a full moon. I generally don't hunt during a full moon. Them other three weeks in the, in the month, I'm hunting every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so anyway, I. I I give Tim a pup, and, and Tim came down and, and stayed at the house. And we, we Hunter had a dog named Cane Creek Whiskey, who, who also came from Roger Bennett. Mm-hmm. I remember the we whiskey, went out, you know. Mm-hmm. We went out and squirrel hunting. With my, we went out squirrel hunting whiskey and had a good time. And we took, uh, Tim brought, um, Tim had a dog named um, Rampage, and he had a dog named Batman. And uh, so Tim brought one of them down to coon hunt. And, uh. So um, we went out coon hunting, and uh, Tim may correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I can't believe I can't remember this, but I, I, I'm i almost positive he brought Rampage with him, who Scotty Dorton had Rampage at, at one time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we hunted the first night. We hunted Crockett. We hunted Rampage. <clears throat> we hunted on a big farm, 1,500 acres, and um, – the dogs kind of got out of pocket a time or two, and we had to. Uh, I didn't own a four wheeler back then. Uh, the old blue truck I call the Beast. We uh, we used it for four wheeler. We <laughs> mowed down pine trees and made trails. We we used we we drove into where the dogs is at. And then you, didn't you, have you turn around, go to work in it the next day. Absolutely, I still drive. <laughs> what I, that blue Chevrolet truck? I still drive. I drive it every day. Holy moly. Dude, Dude, that thing's a legend. <laughs> I, I still, I, my my wife and son tried to get me to buy a truck, and I said, I, 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 at one time back a year ago, I retired. I said, I'm gonna retire, and I had bought Hunter a truck, uh-huh. and he don't have a license yet. So I said, I'm gonna drive Hunter's truck. I'm just gonna drive this truck, and I'm gonna retire the beast. And when Hunter gets to driving, I'll get me a truck. And I would be cutting grass, and I'd drive by and see her sitting over under a tree, you know, and i think, man, I showed Miss Driving her. 
And uh, one day I went out there and I hooked my tractor to her and I pulled it up to the house. My wife says, oh, my Lord, <laughs> let her die. Just let the truck die, but I can't do it. I I, I got her back on the road and I, I'm still driving her every day. Dang, and and awesome. if the motor blew, if the, if the motor blew up tomorrow, I'd buy me a brand new motor and put it in her. That's right. Uh, so, so back to, 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 to the deal with Crockett. So we didn't have much luck that night. I think we made one tree. So come home and the next night, a buddy of mine's got a, a, a pretty nice hunting club and, uh, and, uh, they raise and release turkeys. It's a big, big, you know, turkey club. And, uh, Anyway, he called me. He says, "Man, he said the, the coons is just just eating my turkey feeders and my you know all year long they they they're feeding these these turkey supplemental feed and feeding them corn and scratch and whatever you know raising poults and everything." And he said the coons is wearing me out. So I told Tim, I said, "Man, we're gonna go down here to this guy's farm and we go you know we're gonna hunt around these these feeders and stuff and we'll kill Crockett. The more coons you kill to him, the 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 harder he hunted, the, the more he wanted it. He." He wanted a coon more than uh, more than most dogs that I hunted with. He, he just loved the coon. Right. Um, so we turned these two dogs off again, and they tear out of there. And uh, and I knew I could tell by the way he was hunting it. It, it he it, you ever been with a dog that knew when the game was on the ground? Yep. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. If, if I turn Crockett loose, is no lie. If I turn Crockett loose. And he did not want to go hunting. And I know people are going to say, well, I ain't no coon dog. Well, I don't care what they say. If I turned him loose and he made a round and came back and, and I could look at him and if he didn't want to go hunting, I put him in a truck and we went home because there wasn't nothing moving. That's right. Okay. I could tell when we turned them loose that night, them dogs tore out of there and they, they, they got in there pretty deep and they actually crossed the property line and got onto another guy's property and um they split tree well we went in and and uh i hope tim don't kill me but tim tim's dog treat a possum and uh Conkey's Outdoors knows that keeping up with the latest in hunting technology can be expensive. That's why they are proud to offer amazing financing options from 30 days same as cash to 0% interest for 6, 9, 12, and even 18 months, depending on your credit score and the amount you spend. If you've been eyeballing that new thermal or want to upgrade to the latest in tracking system technology, go find out more on the web at conkeysoutdoors.com or if you're in the Hastings, Florida area, stop by and visit. They'd love to have you. Conkey's Outdoors. Houndsman. Helping houndsman. And I don't think we I, we couldn't find a coon in, in Crockett's tree. So we got him back across the... Tim made a little correction there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we got back on our property line and we turned them loose again. And, and they tore out of there and Crockett struck. Tim was wanting to hear his mouse. Well, Crockett struck a coon and he was running. And he... Got in here and throwed that big locate, and I told my buddy, I said, "Oh, we we fixing going here, and we you know, Load we got this going." We went, so we walk in, and sure enough, he's got the coon, and, and we let my buddy there. He don't he he only coon hunts with me about once or twice a year, so we let him shoot the coon out. And and the way I coon hunt, when that coon hits the ground, when when Crockett, I try to shoot them. Every coon I shoot, I shoot I try to shoot it dead when it hits the ground. I don't want a dog fight. Right. 
a, a, a dog fighting a coon, you got two dogs that fighting a coon. I don't care if there's two females, a male and a male, or a male and a female. It's yeah. liable to cause. Oh, it's go it, nine times out of ten. You go, it's go be some yang yang there. You know. So so um, I always tie my dog back. Every tree, I tie my dog back. Just it 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 just keeps the problems down. So even with a dog you don't have problems with, it, it you control the situation at that point. That's right. So we, we shoot the coon, and, and so <clears throat> I always take the coon and throw it over to Crockett and let him, let him finish it off. Even if the coon's alive, I just reach down and grab him by the nap of the neck and throw him over to my dog. They finish him off, and, and I unleash my dog, and I, I send him from that tree. I don't walk away from the tree. I don't walk 100 yards. I don't walk one minute. I, I sit under that tree and turn him loose, and I, I stay under that tree until he trees another coon. And then I, I picked that coon up. Crockett went there, and then the dogs went there, and, and, and Crockett treed again. We went there, and he had another coon. And, and for whatever reason, I, I can't remember, but I don't think <clears throat> I don't think Tim's dog ever came into him. So he trees a second coon. Same thing, we kill the coon, I turn him loose, he goes in there and he trees a third time, third time, and he has a coon. Well, this time, Tim's dog comes in, best I remember, Tim's dog comes in, and and um, we shoot the coon, and as we walk away from the tree, Tim said, did, did you hear one of them dogs growl? And I said, man, I didn't, you know. Did you, I said, you think Crockett was growling? He said, man, I don't know, I just thought, I just thought for a second, I thought I heard the dog growl. <clears throat> so, uh, up to this point, this is, like I said, the second night we've hunted. We ain't had no problems. So up to this point, we've had some had a good hunt. I said, well, hey, let's go get another one, boys, you know. So we turn loose, and, and them dogs leave out together this time because, you know, before they would leave and split every time. Well, this time they left out together, and they don't go four or 500 yards. And Crockett loads up, throws that locate. He's treeing in there. And we walk into them, and... And I stopped and I said, I said, dang, Tim, I said, them dogs is fighting that coon boy. They done, he done bailed out. They done caught him. They fight. So, you know, I'm pepped up. We kind of walk and I'm, you know, you ain't never hunting with me, but from tree to tree, I'm talking more fact than any man known. To, to <laughs> I, that's just what I do. I, I just, you know, I mean, I, that's what I, it's fun, you know. Yeah. Uh, we get a little closer and I stop and I said, I said, Dang, Tim, I said, man, I think they're fighting each other. And I just I just bolted. I left them behind, you know. Uh, and I just took off sprinting as fast as I could. And when I got in there, um, Crockett was, was shaking him like a rag doll, man. You know, really? uh, Crockett was probably twice as big as, as Tim's dog, maybe a little, you know, at least twice as big. And Crockett had him, you know, I seen him shaking him, and he had him pinned down. I thought, oh, my gosh, it's, you know. I go in and, 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 and I'm not going, from this point, I separate the dog. I'm not going to go into what take what, what yeah. takes place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, Tim, Tim finally says, oh, you know, that's enough. And uh, so, so I tie Crockett back and I, I run over to Tim's dog and, and, I, and I'm, Tim's there and I'm looking him over and, and he is, um, he, he's, he's got bite. He's chewed up, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I pick him up, I pick him up and he's bleeding like a stuck pig. And, 
we start heading back to the truck and, and um, put him down and Tim's walking him on the lead. So now he's walking, you know, and, and I'm thinking, okay, okay, you know. We get back to the truck and I set him up on the tailgate. I mean, and then just he just he's got a puncture wound. I mean, you know, he I mean, that was at this point that was the only fight Crockett had ever been in. And, and I'm gonna say he 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 didn't hold nothing back. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I mean, he just he got on Tim's dog and Tim's dog wouldn't have you know he just Tim's dog just didn't want to fight. Mm-hmm. And I, I I don't know what happened, but um, something set I him mean, off. Something did, and, and I'm just being honest. Uh, 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 Crockett whooped the dog up pretty bad, and and so anyway, I, I I put Crockett in the box, and I told Tim right then, I said Let, let's let's go straight to the emergency vet clinic. It was in Memphis. There wasn't one close. It you know about an hour and a half from where we were at. I said let's go to the emergency vet clinic. I'll have my wife call and tell them we're coming, and we'll go straight there, whatever it costs. I'm you know, I don't care. I'm paying for you know. I'm gonna take care of your dog. Make it right. We load up and we're headed up and, and we we Tim's giving him some water and all that and, and anyway Tim's like, you know, I, I don't think it's as bad. I think it's just that, you know, a puncture wounds. Anyway, so so we go to my house and we get him out where we got some good light and we clean him up and and um we put some um blue coat mm-hmm. on the wound and then it, you know, stopped bleeding and and um, he was drinking and up and walking around and, you know, so we decided, Tim decided, he's not, nah, there's no need to take him to the vet. Uh, Tim was going to stay and hunt some more, but he said, hey, you know, when I get up in the morning, you know, I'm just going to go into the house, which I, I mean, I felt, Terrible. I mean, there's no way to, to yeah. yeah, there's no way to be bad I felt, you know, I mean, I, I done invited a man to come hunt with me and, and uh, you know, my dog had done growled it, let's just say, in his life, he probably growled at four dogs, you know. Uh, and then here this man comes down here to hunt with him, and he chews his dog up on the second night, you know. Um, so I, I never put him in another – I never took him to another hunt because I didn't want that to happen to nobody else. I never bred him again after that. I would already bred him to Sue twice, and I would bred him to, Crockett, uh, to Chrome once. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you, he, Crockett was not a reproducer. Hmm. He, he, he just, he just didn't reproduce his, his, I mean, I, out of four crosses that I made with him that were all my dog, I think he's produced maybe five pups that are really nice dogs. And Kyle's dog is one of them, the hmm. Sam dog. And, and this other dog, yellow boat, my luck, the two best dogs out of him are both dead gum yellow. But uh, uh, another guy that I, I, I used to go to his club and coon hunt, kill coons for him, he brought his female up and, and bred. She was, she had some streak on bottom, and, and she was heavy budding Liz on top. And, and he asked me if he could breed the Crockett, and I said, yes, you can. And he had hunted with him. You know, he knew the whole nine yards. He bred, and he's got a back cross work. I think three-quarters of the litter made super nice dogs. But the the rest of them just didn't make. They yeah. just, I mean, it just didn't, you know. So I never bred him again. And uh, and anyway, uh, I you know, I was just at a place in my life where things was not going right for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was, you know, I mean, I was a smoker, so I was I was, I was smoking a lot. I was drinking a lot. And uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm just gonna be honest. We uh, uh, folks was bad talking me, you know. Stuff gets around. Oh yeah, it you know does. What I'm it does. 
grown men with coon dogs, they talk more drama <laughs> and more more gossip, all right, than than you know, teenagers. That's right. Teenagers. More you can word, more than the beauty shop, what I call it. Yeah, more you know, word got around, you know, that he had grabbed a couple dogs, and like I said, his fight record is one and zero. Yeah. You know, anyway, uh, folks got to talking about me so bad. And, and at this time, I, I was, during this time, I was president of the United Mountain Care Association, and I was heavily involved in that, and I was putting every everything I had into the UMCA and, you know, trying to trying to do right. And I was neglecting my wife, neglecting yeah. my kids. You know, I mean, that, 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 I mean, that, it happens easy. I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, these coon dogs will, will they'll get you. <laughs> They'll get you in a spot where, uh, you know, you get in, you just get infatuated with them. And you, won't, I'm gonna tell you, I got caught up, I got caught up in, in uh, about this time, I got caught up in. I, I only, I couldn't have a dog unless it came from these particular dogs. Nothing else, I wanted, and, and I passed up some nice dogs because of that, you know. Um, <laughs> Our good friend Mark Morrison calls it uh, kennel blindness. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at this point, at this point, I, I just got kennel blind, not to my own kennel, but to a certain one, certain line of dogs. And and uh, anyway, so like I said, I was drinking pretty heavy, and and uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I was I was staying, I was staying in the woods more than I was staying at home. Yeah. And it started, you know, I mean, you know the deal, man. Oh, it just yeah. started way uh, home. And, uh, and and we were living in a crappy neighborhood uh, right there about a mile from South Memphis. And the gangs was moving in. And I said, you know what? I got to change something. I, but I didn't know what to, to do. And, and I got, I had a, I had a, I got hurt at work. I hurt, I got my back. I hurt my back at work. And uh, I couldn't walk for a month. <laughs> And uh, I, was, I was going through physical therapy, and, and uh, I was laying at home, you know, I guess I was laying at home feeling sorry for myself. And uh, and I said, man, I can't I can't feed my dogs. Somebody else is feeding my dogs, and my wife's mad at me, you know. My kids, uh, uh, my kids going to going here and going there, and I'm you know I'm I'm hunting every night. They're they're doing horse shows, and I'm instead of watching them at the shows, I'm out coon hunting and, and uh, hanging out with everybody else, and. You know, like I said, I was, I was, I mean, be honest with you, I was laying at home, you know, all in my feelings. And I said, man, everybody's talking about me so bad and, and uh, I'm just in a bad spot. I, 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 So when I hurt my back, I'm just laying there and I'm thinking, the heck with this. I'm through with all of it. So mm -hmm. I sold everything that wasn't nailed down. Every dog, kennels, boxes. I sold guns. I sold clothes. I sold whatever I could to move my family away from where we were at and to not have a dog to focus 100% on my family. That's right. And I'm going to tell you, best decision, best decision I ever made. Uh, it, you know, I, it, it took me, it took me two years to, it, well, it took me a long time to realize that, that I was uh, neglecting my home life. Mm -hmm. and, and then, what what it boiled down to was I, I was you know I was losing out at home I I done lost a bunch of friends um you know it, it happens oh yeah it uh, does 
And uh, so, you know, I'm gonna tell you when that when that darn tornado hit, it, it there, there's no way to describe how it changed my life. My family, it, it changed it. My family, right now, we are better than we've ever been, closer than we've ever been, better relationships than we've had in a long time. Uh, it's it's been two years since the tornado, and and we we are better than we've ever been like i said and, and now i'm back to coon hunting now i'm not squirrel hunting at all i'm strictly just coon hunting and and uh i mean you know some of the folks that i've lost track with and some of my friends that 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 you know we got into it and had our had our you know went separate ways um we were grown men and, and we realized that that was just foolish mm-hmm. um and, and you know, and and uh, you know, we've made amends, and and uh, we're all we're all better for it. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm y'all trying can to be move civil forward. now. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. That's right. Um, that's right. But that, that I mean, you know, uh, long long story short, that that's what that's the reason that dog was hated so much. I, I think it was because I loved him so much, and that he had that that. I, I was so defensive of him yeah. that when when somebody would say, "Oh, he's mean," I, I they didn't know mean. I was ready to fight. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, but you know, like I said, that that's what happens when you when you when you let yourself get carried away, get caught up in it, and you know, like you said, you you was putting them dogs before your home life and stuff like that. It's so easy to do, though, man, because, like I said, going to these hunts and stuff, and, you know, I usually try to stay local. I, I host a few uh, NSD hunts, and I'm hosting a USDC uh, state hunt in, in the Delta this year at Perry Farms. Uh, I, you know, I, I try to host some stuff that, I mean, because we draw out at my house. I built a 40 by 60 shop a few years back, and, I mean, I got an office in there, and, I mean, it's heating and cooled, or, uh, you know, I've been blessed, you know, with work. So, I mean, I, I draw out right there at home. Uh, and then, dude, when, you know, after three rounds or whatever, however how many dogs show up, I'm at the house and I put my dogs up, feed them, and, and I go inside to mama. And, you know, if she wants to go out to eat supper, you know, Saturday, well, guess what? I don't care how tired you are, baby. I'm going. You know, used to when I was drinking and carrying on, partying i thought i had to do uh i thought i had to do you know my own thing let's do what chris wants to do you know i don't care about you know what you want to do but i learned real quick that uh you know somebody will uh somebody will tell mama you know just how 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 terrible i am you know what i mean and and uh you don't watch it mama be done left and uh like i said i was blessed and fortunate to where you know she didn't leave me or not you know but Again, it could have very well went that way, you know. But like I said, man, these dogs—they get you caught up. I love them, and I, I could—I could see myself getting to that point, you know. Also, but I kind of, man, I try to stay grounded. I try to, you know, pacing right now. You know, if if I could say anything about him, you know, he'll do anything I ask him or tell him to do. But you know, he wants to, you know, he loves to hunt, turkey hunt, deer hunt, you know. Again, he would. I think he would like that. Like these dogs a lot more. I don't shoot a lot of squirrels out, but I tell you what, I'm gonna do. 
he don't like to go with me because during the week, you know, I don't shoot a bunch of squirrels. And uh, I got a little old female that I'm hunting. She's a tree and cur, and uh, you can shoot her one after the other, and it don't she it don't phase her one bit. So, Canaan University is brought to you by Superior Light Company. Use coupon code CHU Podcast at checkout at nighthunters.com. If you're in the market for a new light, do not overlook Superior. They make the best light in the business. And all Superior Lights come with a two-year warranty are made right here in the USA. So check out Superior Lights. Use coupon code CHUPODCAST at checkout at nighthunters.com. Superior, step up to the max. Now back to the show. We go start shooting squirrels to her and... uh we're going to see if he can't handle a dog, you know, in, in these hunts and stuff. Because, I mean, we're trying to get these youth in because they're the, they're the future, you know. That, that was going to be one of my questions, you know. What do you think could, uh, you know, if you had one thing, how do you think that, you know, to keep this junk going? You know, you got to get to, in my opinion, keep the, you know, keep these kids involved and, uh, you know, good good people around you. You know, what do you think to – can, can needs to change or you think of anything that needs to change to keep this this stuff going on I, I, you know what I, I'm going to tell you something and it may it this may not be what some folks would think when, when you say what what could we do to help the kids you know to, to get more kids involved and, and keep the kids involved and there are a lot of things you can do and a lot of people are doing it I mean uh, PKC has a huge youth program here in Mississippi now. I mean, it's sure huge. It's, I mean, I've donated, you know, I've bought raffles to donate money yep. to, you know, uh, 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 but I'm going to tell you something. I, having a teenager that, that grew up coon hunting and squirrel hunting with dogs, he grew up around competition hunts. Uh, you know, when I was out gone to a competition hunt, if it was close enough on, on Saturdays, my wife would bring him down so he could do the Benjamin tree. Mm-hmm. And, and so I mean, he, he's been around it all, and, and I'm going to tell you one thing that stands out in my mind that he he always has said to me is, and I asked him, I, 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 now he, he's my partner in dogs. He knows he knows as much about handling dogs as a grown man because he's, he's been doing he's been handling dogs for you know almost 15 years. I mean that's a lot longer than a lot of a lot of people you know a lot of grown men. And and, and I'm going to tell you. One thing he always, always says to me when we're just, you know, we're out hunting and we're riding in the road and talking. He says, Dad, he says, when I'm look, when I'm on a, when I'm on Facebook and I'm looking at like the I Hunt Facebook group or some of the English Facebook group, he's like, I, I would, I don't want to hunt with some of these guys because all they do is, is talk bad about it. You know, the other guy, they, they're, they're so jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, they can't just be happy. If they don't like how your dog is, then it, you're, it's wrong, you know? Uh, and, and one thing, for instance, like, you know, we, we kill a lot of coons and he sees when, when I'm having a discussion, he, he's on every, you know, dog group that I'm on mm-hmm. and, and he sees me interact, have a lot of conversations. And when I talk about the number of, of coons that we kill a year he sees grown men tell me that i'm unethical that i'm wrong that we don't know what a coon dog is and if, <laughs> if, if you have a, if you have a dog that needs that many coons shot out it ain't no coon dog 
he sees these grown men acting and talking like this, and he don't want to go to a competition hunt and be around. Them. All right, man. Look, can you blame him? No, no. I, I mean, I, I, you know, and, and he has a one-year-old English male right now. Oh, I've been watching that sucker since he was a puppy. That dog. I'm, I'm just going to tell you the honest truth. I've not seen a, a natural, a starting pup since I started Chrome. He literally, Hunter, every day come home from school, would get that pup out and walk him in the woods behind our house where we have some squirrel feeders. Mm-hmm. And and he called me one day and he's like, Dad, bring a squirrel. Knock him out. You know? That's uh, right. We, we got to, we, I mean, he got to tree and squirrels. And, and then Hunter made a drag with him. Uh, uh he, he treated drag. I mean, just natural as can be. This season was his. He, he turned a year old April 11th, and we had killed 31 solo coons to him. You know, telling how many treated it. Is it? Yep. April 11th. He, he turned a year old, and, and, and a hunter wants to. He, he really. He told me one night we was hunting. He says, All the years I've been coon hunting with you, Dad, he says, I, I, I've enjoyed hunting with you, and I've enjoyed being out here. He says, But. It is there. There's no describing that. That's my dog tree in that coon mm-hmm. right there. That's not your. That's not your dog that I'm hunting with. That's my dog tree in that coon. <laughs> I, I I took him as a pup and got him to tree and and now he's treeing coons and my buddies are shooting coons to my dog. You know he said and he wants to competition hunt him when he gets a little older. Right. But he says you know. If I win a cast, are these guys going to talk bad about me? Are they going to they going to say that I'm cheating? So what what I'm getting at is, this ain't from my perspective. This is from a kid's perspective. These grown the grown men need to either stay off the internet, yeah, or or when they see something that is not the way they do it or not what they like, just scroll on by. Yeah, don't say nothing. You know you, you know. You, you don't have to if, – if if I shoot a bunch of coons and put a picture on it, these – and it's not my kid. How many kids like Hunter are on these Facebook groups? Mm-hmm. Hell, Hunter's the one to help me get a Facebook. All right, look, man. Dude, y'all probably got some places or some landowners. I know down here – you know, some of my best friends growing up in school, I mean, some, like I said, some of my best friends growing up, you know, they owned a bunch of property down here. The only way I could coon hunt their property is if I did kill the coons because they, you know, they're big turkey hunters and they feed a lot of deer corn, have always fed deer corn. And, you know, when you get, you know, 25 coons in a corn picture, you know, they're like, Chris, come, you know, turn your dog loose. But if you tree one, you know, now, granted, I didn't do it like this, but uh, if they was with me, you know, because like I said, we used to coon hunt off side-by-sides or golf carts, and, I mean, we'd ride around. That was my excuse three or four nights a week. I'd go coon hunt, and, you know, I'd have a case of beer or, you know, 18-pack of beer, and that's what we would do. You know, we'd ride around shoot coons, but uh, if the landowner was with you, you know, if there was five coons in one tree, he wanted you shoot all five of them. Well, that, that's me. I'm going to be honest with you. When we hunt, I, I tell folks like this all the time. <clears throat> if, if, if and, and folks don't like it and don't care, uh, 
if season is open for no limit, if we make, if my dog trees and there's three coons in that tree, I'm shooting all four of them. All right. I'm not leaving no coon in a tree. I go to kill coon. That's right. Does it mess up? Does it, does it mess up my dog? What is it any of their business if it does? It's my dog. I'm going to tell you. I hate that don't everybody have coon population like we got because they're missing out on the fun, mm -hmm. you know? And I know there's, you know, the hardcore competition guys, they don't want to shoot no coons to them. And you know what? I'm just as, I mean, I, I, I go, I mean, I'm all for whatever they want to do. It's, it's their, you it's know, their, their business. Dog, yep. That's right. But what I'm getting at is how many of these kids is on the internet seeing that, seeing a grown man arguing and Busting, fighting, fighting about, you know, busting, you know, now they're going to sit at home and go hunting with their buddies and their dads, but they might not show up to these competition hunts. And that's what they go, might. Not. That's right. And that's what's going to keep it going. These youngins are the future. You know, that's that's how they go continue to to grow the sport. And if you can't get along with, you know, I, I get it. No, that's what's wrong with the world today. You know, I try not to. You know, I, I said I wouldn't go down, you know, bring up the politics and stuff, but I mean, you and I both know what's wrong. And, uh, it, 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 I mean, it, it's this thing, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, whether people want to say it, admit it or not, but coon dogs is politics. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, you know, if, if, I mean, just to go back to it, uh, you know, back in the day, <laughs> back, you know, um, on squirrel haters, it used to be a big argument. You know, I'd tell folk, my, if my dog better not ever timber a squirrel. When that joker comes treed, I don't care if 10 squirrels leave that tree. She can turn her butt around and watch him leave, but she better not go with him. You know what mm, I'm saying? That's right. That's how I want my dog. Yeah. And then the argument would be, well, that's not a squirrel dog if it don't timber a squirrel. Well, I mean, so you're telling me because it don't do what you like it to do then i'm wrong that that's what liberals do yeah yes sir so it's it, so it's so dog hunting is politics mm -hmm. i mean uh and that's i mean that's what that's what's going to keep my kid from wanting to go to a competition hunt because he's worried that if his dog happens to do good and he comes home and posts about it on the internet are all the haters going to come out and, and bad talking for whatever stupid reason. Yeah. I mean, he, he don't, nobody wants to be talked bad about. No, no, absolutely not. And there ain't no more just the way Hunter carries himself. And man, I just don't know about, uh, how old is he? 15, 16? 15 would be 16 in August. August what? Oh, my goodness. Let me think. Come on, 20th. 20th I'm August 17th. My wife's August 18th. <laughs> but, uh, but man, he carries himself so mature to be fifteen. You know what I mean? The way he does stuff, like the stuff you post on, on you know, the, the pictures of him, you know, working and you know, fooling with the tractors and stuff. I mean, he's been brought. Y'all, boy, you and her did a. Uh, Y'all have done a fine job with that youngin, and and I'm sure Briar's the same way. Well, I appreciate that, Briar. Let me tell you, I mean. You know, I mean, every everybody's everybody's kid is, is you know oh, the yeah. best kid. That's right. You know, and I'm gonna say my 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 kids have a lot of me and a lot of my wife, <laughs> and that's, that's a wild combination. <laughs> um, 
because I mean, I, I you know, my wife said when, when, when my wife is introducing herself to somebody and they say, how many kids do you have? She says three. <laughs> uh, and, and the worst one is the oldest. One, I see it. You know, uh, but Hunter is, is, a. I mean, he's, I tell you what I've, I've been doing. It, 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 not, not nothing to do with dogs, but just about Hunter. I, when we bought this place that we own, mm-hmm. we have a pasture. Um, I, I'm, I'm building a, uh, well, anyway, way out back, we have a, a pasture that it's, it stays kind of wet. And, and when we first moved to the place, I, I brought an excavator in and, and I cleared out about 50, 75 trees and we piled them all up down there. And that, that's just our burn pile. It's a, it's probably a two or three acre pasture or whatever. Um, with a little bit of woods. And anyway, I, when we moved over to this area, he, he started high school in a new school because of the tornado we had to move. He started high school, ninth grade, in a new school under COVID restrictions, wearing a mask. Man. He didn't know he didn't know anybody. He couldn't make no friends. The area we live in is a it's a uppity, richy richy. Hey y'all. Tyler here from Coonutton University. I want to talk to you a little bit about extreme dog fuel and what sets them apart. Superior nutrition at the lowest price possible. So they've been told the amount of vitamins and minerals they use in their feeds overkill and that they could reduce cost by incorporating less expensive ingredients in their formula. But they believe the right mix of important ingredients makes a huge difference in your hound's skin, coat, performance, durability, health, and longevity. They promise they'll never change their product to lower the price or to compete with cheap commodity dog foods. All their ingredients are taken from the South Central United States. So go check them out, and you can find out more about Extreme Dog Fuel at extremedogfuel.com and find a retailer near you today extreme dog fuel feed it for life you know uh, better they better than everybody tight <laughs> and and, and uh, the school you know it's a good it's a great school but you know i mean the, the kids are, he just didn't know nobody and, and you know it's hard for a poor boy to come in a country boy to come in to school you know uh with, with a lot with a lot of money and and it just didn't fit in is that so DeSoto County up there? It is DeSoto County. Right. Lewisburg, yeah. is that one of them schools up there? That's where he goes is Lewisburg. I mean, they, they, they tell me, I mean, just in watching the news and stuff, that's a, uh, that's, that's a top notch. That's what they say. Yeah. A matter of fact, one of it my, is. one of my, customers, one of the it is, it is. One of my customers is, uh, he's got two twin boys that are going to be in, man, I think they're going to be in about the seventh or eighth grade. But so so what I done was I, I told Hunter I said uh, just just to get around it to Hunter you know how how Hunter is his character is what I'm getting at yep. I told him I look it, to help you make friends I said I, I'm gonna give you that back pasture ride you four wheelers y'all come down here and have field parties you invite whoever you want to but you know my rules I'm big on on respect mm-hmm. so I said y'all can st- I, I'll stay up. Y'all stay up, y'all can have, you know, as long as you want to party out there, as long as they're respectful. They, they, this is your house and your land as much as it is mine. And, and if they disrespect you, they have to go. That's right. So he invited, he, he had a, you know, first time he's trying to meet new friends. So he has a party and, a, you know, a bunch of kids show up that, you know, we don't know. And, and, um, so, you know, I, I try to give him his space, but I mean, I have to go down there and just kind of peek at things yeah, and check absolutely. on things. 
they're down there doing donuts in their truck. They're doing donuts in the four wheelers and tearing, just tearing the ground to pieces. And I don't care. That's right. So I go down there and, and, you know, he sees me and he comes over and I said, y'all having a good time? He said, yes, sir. He says, but I had to make a couple folks leave. He said, they, they, they wanted to, you know, they, they wanted to, um, they want to smoke. Yep. And, uh, and I don't mean cigarettes. Oh, gotcha. And, and he said, I, I just, I told him we don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and for a 15 year old boy That's trying to cool. make friends in a new school and a new place, I, I, I was so proud. <laughs> you and can't he, not and, be. And he, he tells folks, you know, Hey, we, y'all can come and hang out over here, but, but, you know, I mean, this is our room. My dad's, yeah, my, my dad, you know, my dad has rules, you know, between, between the gate and the back pasture, you don't drive across the pond levee. You don't spin tires in the gravel and, and you don't come down here and smoke and drink. That's right. You know? And, 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 and you know what? He had another party and twice as many people showed up. That's right. You know, uh, I mean, that, that, that's, I mean, he, he's just a, I mean, he is a good kid. I ain't going to say he, he is not perfect by no means. He, he's, he's too much like me to be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's he, what uh, mine's mama tells me. She's like, what in the world are you getting it? You know, my mother, look, Payson is my mama's baby and, Lord have mercy. I mean, I get so aggravated. I tell him, you know, and, and it's hard because he, you know, he, you know, he he's a straight A student. I mean, literally, he got like five awards last week for, you know, top five, top four in his class. And I'm like, you know, crap. It's hard for me to, to you know, he still go mine. But like, you know, if he don't want to go to school and wants to go hunting or something with me, I'm, I'll let him. I'll take him turkey hunting or whatever. But my mama, when he does get on to him, my mama, she's the first to pipe in. It's like. You don't have to get on him that hard. And I'm like, well, mama, he's mine now. You know, didn't nobody get me say nothing to you when you was getting on me just as hard. (laughs) (laughs) But it is what it is, you know. But I I have always noticed that about him, how he just carries himself well, like really, really mature and respectful. Is you know, is about as good as I can describe him. You know. Appreciate that. That Yeah, y'all did a y'all did a good job, or still doing a good. We don't. We don't, uh, we never babied either one of our boys when they were little. And I wouldn't let nobody else, I wouldn't let nobody else talk baby to them or, yeah. or, or, you know, uh, you know, sometimes I, I've had some friends sometimes say, man, you know, you could baby them a little bit. You know, when, when they would get hurt, if they wouldn't bleed and I tell them to get up and keep going, they, they ain't bleeding, you know, right. you, you ain't, I mean, you know, if they was genuinely hurt, you know, we, we picked them up, um, and, and yeah, you know, I mean, Hunter's always been a respectful kid. Uh, even I, I'm just big on respect. I, I don't, you know, you know, I mean, he's a kid, he's a teenager. You know, sometimes he wants to try to smart mouth. You know, but I mean, hey, <laughs> look, I'm I, I'm 45 years old. I'm still smart mouth. Oh yeah, you know, that's right. Uh, um, Briar Cole was a whole different beast. Is he? That that boy right there. Now now he's respectful. My kids, you won't you won't. Talk to my kids. They don't say yes sir, no sir. Right. They just matter of fact, if if they're around another kid that don't say it, Hunter will tell them. You mean yes sir? Yeah. Uh, Briar Cole would would he would just as soon run around butt naked <laughs> in the woods. You give that kid a hatchet and a shovel, and he's as happy as any kid is with a with a toy box full of toys. And how old is he? 
Seven. He'll be eight in October. Good night, Irene. He is, man, my youngest son, Payson, like I said, is 12. When he gets in from school, he is stripping down to his underwear, and that's it. It don't matter if... It don't matter if Trump comes to my door and says, "Hey, where's your daddy at?" and he'd he'd, he'd be riding his underwear and his boxers and said he's in the under or he's in the shop or something. I promise you, he's uh he don't That's care. That's Briar. Briar is one. of them kids that that let me, let me tell you, he he's smart as a whip. <clears throat> but it, it when he was when he was little, younger, we would catch him. He he's it's funny, but he's bad about. He loves a hatchet, and he loves. I, and, and as long as he can tote one, I've let him have a hatchet. Right. Now, my 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 sister and my wife's mother and her sisters w- would cringe because I'd let him run around at you know four or five years old with a with a hatchet, you know, chopping trees and chopping yeah. in the dirt or what. And, and he loves the show. He just likes digging dirt, and playing. Uh-huh. He's a kid, right. but if you don't watch him, he he likes to lick the dirt off the shovel. <laughs> And then we got to catching him. We got to catching him. He, we got. He would. He would. He would lick the soles of. He would lick the dirt off the off his shoes. Lord have mercy. Go I just told everybody. You say he's gonna I have worms. Told, look, I just told everybody he had a vitamin deficiency. That's <laughs> all. I mean, That's right. He, he, he knew he, what his he body just, needed. He did. He just one of them. All, uh-huh, I mean. Every day he goes out. Him, him, and the little boy lives way up the road. Rides his bicycle down here. Right. And and they don't, they don't go, sit around and not do nothing. Today, whenever me and you was texting back and forth. Right. They was out. They was out on the dirt pile next to the pond. They was chopping saplings with a hatchet. <laughs> I don't know what they was doing with them, and I don't care. That's right. Because you know, they they wasn't. I mean, they was happy. They was just doing. It. He's just a boy catches frogs, rabbits. He loves to coon hunt. He loves to shoot whatever. Um, he likes riding fours. They're just, yeah. they're just, they're just country boys, you know. That's right. They're he sounds a lot like Payson. He want, Payson wants to shoot. It don't make a darn what bird. I mean, look, my young and let me tell you what he did. He goes and if at night if he ain't got nothing going on, he'll go grab that red rider, just the old red rider cock gun, BB gun, and he'll walk around with his coon light or a flashlight and he'll shoot them big frogs he'll shoot them and he look i woke up and there were seven man it was 16 or 17 of them big bullfrogs on my on my shop uh concrete up there i mean blood running down the hill i'm like lord son what are you doing he said i had a good night daddy you know (laughs) i mean that's just he don't care he don't care if the sun comes up he's a good kid though like i said he's real respectful but now he'll give it me and his mama a little, you know. He gives his mom not say he's he's not disrespectful to Lindsay, but he knows she get lets him get away with some of the smart mouth more than I do, you know. Oh yeah, that's 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 the that's my wife the same way. I, I'll, you know, we have some stuff we're really strict on, and some stuff we're kind of laxed on. Cause you got to give them some freedom, man. You can't you can't. I mean, you got to let them learn stuff on their own. You. You know, we—that's how we do our boy. We let them—we let them learn stuff the hard way. We direct them in the direction we want them to go. That's right. But we—we we let them learn from the because I, I just think just like with a just like with a squirrel dog and a coon dog, most people with a dog. I'm not no dog trainer by no means. I'm a dog hunter. Most people overtrain one 
because I mean, just like with a kid, you 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 can you you can rule a kid too much. Yeah, and they don't where they where they, you know, they don't want to be around you, or they go be mischievous, you know. Right, you know, I mean, so that's just what I mean. We we kind of give them some leeway, and 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 my wife's a little more lenient than I am, and sometimes heck, I probably get on them too much, but it ain't hurting them. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's I mean, right. I'm pretty rough on pacing as far as some of the stuff I do. But like I said, I don't think it's hurting them. Uh, my mama, you know, they was, you know, I got, I knew right from wrong. My granddaddy was the chief of police. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get to, you know, I get caught with in town, you know, with beer. You know, I was trying to get back to where he didn't, you know, his deputies or, or his, you know, his, patrolmen they would at first man i'd wake up to a, my papa looking at him, my papa six four you know 275 just a big man and shoot they, they couldn't wait to tell him they poured my beer out you know underage <laughs> that's right but uh well shoot man we have been at this thing for two hours and 45 minutes so uh <laughs> You got anything? I you. Hey, I'm a, look, I love it. I mean, I'm going to call you back again after I get some of these other cats, and we'll talk some more. But uh, I think we about got, you know, for the, for the first for the first go around, I think we got a lot, you know, a lot covered anyway. It, 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 we, we dang sure didn't breathe in each other's ear for two hours or 45 minutes, you know. That's right. So, well, I'm going right. to. I enjoyed it. I did I'm too, gonna... brother, and I'm going to. Well, I, but before we before we go, I'm, I'm yeah. just gonna tell you, I I, it, I, I am um, I, I'm honored that that you would you think enough of me to to and the dogs that I had to, to call and and uh, I, I mean honestly, I told my wife I was like I I mean I was like who who in the world wants to hear what I got to say? <laughs> you know, I mean I I mean I nobody I ain't you know I mean right now I mean I don't have no big thing nice to a dog. <laughs> I know big winning dog. Well, and uh, I know, always like—I like I don't know, man. I just always liked Joe's stuff. I liked Joe's style. I liked the same line of dog. You know, I just did. I liked the the dogs that you hunted. Uh, and I mean, again, like I said, when I would show up to you know till this day, you know, you know, y'all was you and you know you were in that upper tier. And just in my opinion, man, I'm just being honest. Uh, so that's why I, I you know, I. I Figured I'd reach out to you and and see if you would if you would do it. So I man, appreciate you. I appreciate, and I mean I'm I'm honored to 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 be a be part of. It. That's right, brother. Well, look, I'm gonna jump off here, but I'm gonna be uh I I travel North Mississippi up to to Hernando, Desoto County. Uh, I I do I sell a lot of pumps and stuff to that Desoto County Regional Utility Authority. Um. So if I'm in that area, man, we need to grab lunch or something. I'll holler at you. Dude, I'm, I work in Hernando, so, I mean, right in the middle of town. So if, when you up my way, you hit me Shoot, up. Dude. yeah. I was up there last week, and we ate at that, I think it's called, like, Bon Sebo or something, maybe? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you wasn't half a mile from my shop. I'll be dang. Well, I'll show, give you a shout when I come up that way, and at least if, we, if I'm passing through, I can jump off and, and holler at you. That's what look Morrison. If he's up here doing a you know deposition lawyer or whatever he's doing, that's right. Uh, he'll call me. He'll come. We'll eat lunch or whatever. Um, and look here, I, I, I'm sitting in my in my gun room right now, and and uh, I, I brother, I got a place to stay. I got 
my wife will cook us up some food, and, and I'm telling you, we can kill as much game as you want to tote. <laughs> well, I can't wait, brother. Well, I'm going to be in touch, and uh, like I said, I sure appreciate you. Yeah, man. Thank all you, right. bud. All right, buddy. See you. All right. I really hope y'all enjoyed that interview as much as I did. If you like what you heard here, go on over to Facebook. Give us a like, at Coon Hunting U. Also, go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us out. And remember, if you need a new hunting light, do not overlook Superior. They make an awesome light, best customer service in the business. Man, their walking light and double red is the brightest I've ever seen. Use coupon code CHU Podcast at checkout at nighthunters.com. You can find the link in the description box below this. Coon Hunting University is a product of Audio Hound Productions. Until next time, y'all have a wonderful day.